Because Apostle, I was trying to figure out by him not being spiritual. Well, I guess it's like you said, he just uh, uh, wrote, wrote what he saw. Yeah. Like he, he wrote a lot of stuff that was in the Bible. Yeah, but still, what he wrote was in the Bible was true. But that was depth that he couldn't see. He couldn't see Jesus because Jesus came in the what? Spirit. See, he could not see the spiritual access. The other access he could see. He could see everything that took place in the natural. But he could not see what took place in the spirit. Because mm -hmm, he wrote a lot about Matthews, about the, um, what was that, Matthew 24 mm -hmm. chapter? And I know he wasn't, I no, mean. No, he was spiritual. Right. So, so that's what makes it good because he didn't know what to choose now. He didn't know the, the, the interpretation of even that language. Mm -hmm. But yet he wrote something you could compare to the language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but it was good. Well, I got an excellent book I want to take you guys through. Um, it's going to go right along with scripture where, like what Joseph did, but on thing different, it's going to reveal to you incidents as well uh, uh, showing you the traits of Jesus in things and that you, you couldn't see unless you see it. But a lot of people say, well, where's the proof? Well, you got to understand, the proof can only be seen by them that in the world. Have you ever seen somebody sitting next to you, and you be saying, man, what's going on with them? They all in, like God don't took over. But you ain't got nothing. What page we on? All right, we're going to do this thing. Your mom like jewelry. Um, so don't turn off. She heard what I said. She understood that one. Do you like Terry with Dylan? Do you like jewelry? Did I say mom? Yeah. I did. Did I say mom? Yeah. I did. She said mom. She said mom. She said mom. She said mom. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're on 22? Yes. All right. We're going to do this right here real quick here. And uh, then we're going to, I'm going to get my. Uh, you want to raise up? No, no, I mean, yeah, a little bit. Raise up a little bit. Then we're going to get my. Uh, Mike. Get my what? Uh, my thing going me. Let me get my thing back. This thing, your microphone? Are we recording? What's that? Not that. Oh. Okay. No. All right, we ready. Uh, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. We, uh, you again on our covenant class. I am so excited about uh, what we are sharing on covenant. I'm just, I'm truly excited about it. As I have said in the past, uh, since we've been doing this class, I said, man, I really didn't realize how blessed I was going to be uh, in the class. I mean, this class had truly truly blessed me uh, to walk in more confidence uh, towards God. Uh, and even, you know, carry me to the place where realizing no matter how God do a thing, I'm knowing he's going to what? Do it. That, that's my focus. Now, I, I, no matter, you know, no matter what it is, he's going to what? Do it. 
He's a man of his word. Yeah. He cannot what? Lie. All right. So we're going to start out here again. We're in, talking about covenant, covenant relationship. Um, uh, how God really, really want to bless us. I believe that when we really uh, get a true understanding of covenant, of relationship, and begin to live it. Hello, somebody. Begin mm -hmm. to live it. Mm -hmm. We're going to see things that's going to cause our mind to just be blue. Um, I mean, God want to do that. I just love it. I said, God want to do that. God want to what? Blow our what? Mind. Uh, with the blessings. I'm talking blessing. I ain't talking about blowing your mind like something like You know, uh-uh. I ain't talking about that kind of blowing. You know, you've you, you been like that before and then nothing come out of it. Hello, sometimes you woke up and you didn't know where you was at. You woke up, you seen King Kong. You woke up, seen Godzilla. You didn't know how you ended up with King Kong and Godzilla, but you was with both of them. But you, but you better watch that stuff, because it'll put you somewhere you don't want. But I'm talking about blowing your mind with blessing where you want to be. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, you want to be in this new home. You want to be in, in, in divine help. You want to be in your right mind at all times. Hey, you, you want to have it when, when the doctor said this don't came out. You ain't worried about what coming out. You ain't worried about none of it because you know that Jesus got your what? Back. Hey! Hey! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Huh? I want to lose my mind like that. Come on, man. I don't know about you, but see, I lost my mind other ways. Some of it was lost because I couldn't get back. But God is good. Huh? I said, God is what? He give back to you what they said couldn't. Oh, my, my, my. I, yeah, we're going to hit home today. Hmm? Some of you comfortable with things that the enemy have brought to your life. Mm. Uh, you, you, you can't wait to go to your doctor appointment because you scared you from to take your last med. Mm -hmm. But God want to restore back to you the divine help. Yeah. That you worry about taking no last med. You, you ain't worried about because you ain't got to take no more. All right, yeah. Hey, glory. glory. God will carry you, restore back to you all of your help. Yeah. And that includes your back then. Yeah, oh, glory yeah. to God. Right. All right. I just throw that out there. Amen. 22, 22. Come on, roll. Mm -hmm. Roll down the road now. Roll, 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 roll. Roll down the street. Yeah, my remember that roll, roll, roll your boat. <laughs> Getting the down the screen. Yeah, we remember that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was my song, Pastor. That was your song. Yeah, that was. Uh, right. Now you rolling down the Holy Ghost screen. All right, Pastor. Man, I'm getting me started now. I'm, I feel a dance on me. Ooh, okay. yeah, I feel a dance on me. Jump, jump. Dance. Uh, uh. Jump, jump, jump. Glory to God. Mm. I said, I put right. dance on me. Woo. Mm. Come on, look at you. Go now before you get me, get me going. All right. <clears throat> the meaning of this passion becomes clear once we realize that the husband here is a symbol of God. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You on page 22? Yeah. What paragraph? The meaning. The third one. The meaning, the third. Okay, all right, I'm with you now. All right, now. I believe in being with somebody. You sometimes people tell you they with you, they they mind somewhere else, huh? Mm -hmm. Everybody says the mind is a is a terrible thing to work. Uh, yeah, them somebody people tell you I'm with you. And know your mind somewhere else. Your mind where it shouldn't work. But you saying you with me? 
Have you ever had somebody say they want you and you know they wouldn't? Because when you want to go the way God told you to go, they wouldn't work. They are, you know, people can tell you one thing, but the Bible that Jesus talked about that. God said, your, 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 your lips are what? Right here. Mm -hmm. With me. But your heart is what? Somewhere else. Uh, another place. You got to know who, who, who among you. Yeah. So people can say one thing, but uh, you better say it, girl. You're going to preach one day. <laughs> Soon. Come on. Huh? Boom. Very cool. Very cool. You know you ain't with me. Why, why you keep lying saying you with me? You know you ain't with me. Yeah. Why you keep lying when I mean, you know you don't believe like I believe? Why you quit lying keep lying saying you believe like I do? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you don't even believe like the word of God said because the fruit always shows. Yeah, and, yeah. and it amazes to you how people will tell you something, but the fruit says something else and they still stick to the lie. And it amazing. They stick to the lie saying they're with you, but you see the fruit saying, showing that they're not with you. Why are you going to keep lying and you know you're not with me? Your fruit showing you're not with me, but you still say you. I mean, the Bible says every liar have a part in what? Mm -hmm. Somebody going somewhere. Everybody ain't going to run. <laughs> you know, you just thank God to help me not go me. Now I want to go right way. Amen. Amen. Keep on going. Listen, this class is designed for you and me. It's designed for you see, hear something you don't like, something you don't believe. Then come and ask. Because our job is to help you to understand. And if we can't help you understand, what well, we up here. Amen. We got people teaching people something that kids don't understand them. Come on, girls. The meaning of this passage becomes clear once we realize that the husband here is a symbol of God. The husband here is a symbol who? See, that's when I said last Sunday, we're talking about what? Biblical covenant. See, because God is a covenant of all of what he's He's a covenant of all what he was. Okay, we're going to see this right here. Come on with it. Come on with it. And the woman is symbol of God's people. The woman is a symbol of who? God's people. Ah, he is a symbol of God what? People. Come on. God's faithfulness is not in question in the law. The law is there to prevent extreme sanctuaries against conventional betrayal. Mm -hmm. It is intended to guarantee the faithfulness of God people toward God as their spiritual husband. The strong indictment of the law are measures to protect and guarantee the faithfulness. Now I want you to get that. God calls himself like what? What type of husband? So that means he's the same to who? He's the same to, to us all. Right. See, so you, you get get the nuggets because I am so tired of people making somebody feel like they one and you are not. God has put this where everybody is the, the same. And if you live this thing, see, this is what I want you to understand. If you come in a covenant relationship with God, it ain't my permission to bless you. Amen. Now, I can help assist what God is doing in your life. But I can't do it unless God I don't want you to be confused and feel like you got to come to the apostle. You got to come to the prophet. The prophet and the apostle's job is to assist with what God is doing. 
Amen. not with what they're doing. Amen. And if God ain't uh, promoting and guiding and leading it, you don't want it. You don't want it anyway. Understand that. And when true apostles and prophets come on the scene, all they're going to do is sense what God is already doing. So if you've got covenant relationship with God, you automatically going to have the apostles and the prophet all for who? All right, come on, come on. And guarantee the faithfulness of our covenant. Guarantee. If y'all getting these little, just a little bit of things. Guarantee what? Faithfulness of our covenant. Come on. Even the most horrible curses and retributions are actually comfort, comforting assurance of God's love for us all. The danger, the danger of living in an area where there, where there has been much crime produces fear in the local residents. Mm. Now you can see that today. Yeah. You got half the people who's super don't die like my mom, running or, or, or paying what they can't afford because they're afraid to live what they, what they can afford. Yeah. But you know how many know some, a lot of times God ain't wanting you to move from where you at. He wants you to release his glory in that, oh. in, in that, in that area or in that region, in that city or in that uh, community, he wants you to release his glory to change that situation. But we don't got away from that. Now, everybody now is believe he'd rather work 24 hours a day and come out, this is God. But now, God want to change the situation uh, where you at, and you ain't got to run from it. Somebody say, I ain't got to run. I ain't got to run. God got mine. And so God want to, I, 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 the covenant relationship brings us into that place where realizing God have a have our back. But I honestly will say this morning, I've never seen what I see now in the church. I ain't never seen so many chickens. Mm. And if you take that personally, I'm sorry. And I'm not talking about you personally because it, it were for God, I'd be a chicken too. But we said we know God and yet we still do let the chicken do. We're wrong. I, I, I literally hurt my heart. That's why God did, did again, I, as I said it, I stated this in the beginning. When this when this thing first came out, uh, talking about the, uh, this COVID, it was not at the people; it was at the church. This thing have never been designed to stop people; it was designed to stop the church. Yeah. And it caused so many good, loving, loving people, love God, who praise God to back up. Some of them shut shut their mouth. Some of them got afraid that. That we thought walked in boldness and, and walked in fear and faith. And I say this and I'll say it now. It, 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 what happened with this thing, it showed you who you really was. Amen. You got to like me today. This thing showed you where you was at in your life, in your walk with God. Amen. Yeah, fear tried to grab me, but a lot of fear tried to grab me from you. Telling me something wrong with me. For trusting God's word that I wouldn't get it. And I ain't gonna get it, ain't gonna never get it. But something wrong with me for that. Ain't nothing wrong with me for that. Hello? I say ain't nothing wrong with me for trusting God. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with you trusting God. Amen. Amen. He said, My medicine is what? Healing to your what? Oh, then what's wrong with me trusting that? Yeah. Alright, come on. They would experience greater security 
for righteousness and well-armed law enforcement agents to come through the area announcing that anyone committing a crime will be severely punished. Such legal pronouncements will be a source of peace and safety. In the same way, the curses and punishments of the law of Moses are protective measures to guard the security of the people. Let, 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 Carol, let Carol take over now, baby. Faithfulness. The purpose of covenant, then, is to ensure faithfulness and commitment to the very relationships that are so precious in God's sight. Mm. We live in a world where many people talk about how they love one another in sensual and insincere ways. Yeah. Introducing the concept of covenant is a refreshing challenge to back up the claims of love. Mm. A very poignant verse in this regard is Proverbs 20 and 6, mm -hmm. which states, Many a man claims to have unfailing love. But a faithful man, who can find? A faithful man, who can find? What is he saying there? A faithful man. What is he talking about? Committed. Committed to who? Uh-huh. How can you be a faithful man or woman? Being integrity. Huh? Being integrity. Having integrity and being truthful and honest and... Okay. Being okay. upright, you know, walking right. That's all in there. Having a lifestyle before God, but you but, need the word to do it. You okay? Word. Now put the eyes on the cake. Yeah. I said put the eyes on the cake. You need what to do it? The word. Say it again. You need what to do it? The word. Oh my God! So everything we just mentioned, if it ain't the word, it just ain't gonna work. Ain't gonna work. I got, I got, I know that's, oh that's the truth. I know that's the truth. You, if you go back in your life, you can, you can see why God walked you or carried you the way he carried you. Yeah. And I go back now since when I, I can see why. Mm -hmm. But when I was coming that way, it was in times that I got angry at God. Hello. I said, and when I was coming that way, Denise, it was time I got angry at God. I said, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you like this? You... You said in your word that you're a good God. You say you're a loving God, but I don't see none of that right now. Hmm. But I've, I've got to the place now I understand his love was there all along. His goodness there was all along. Because yes. I could have been dead, baby. Oh, yeah. Because there's always somebody better than me. Yeah, but God allowed me to make it through. Thank you, Lord. Times that I thought it was it. Yeah. I know I can't win this. But how many know? God brought me. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, yes. And now I can look back and say he was good. Yeah. Uh, when I thought I was just all alone and I can't take no more, but he was good because he allowed me to take more. He allowed me to get those situations that really would have destroyed me if it had not been for his goodness. Yeah. His grace and mercy. Oh, my. As I look back now, yeah. I'm appreciated to him. Oh, yeah, you was good right there because I know what I did. I, I, oh, you ain't got no, no. I remember that. And you was good. Yeah. Not only was he good, his mercy never allowed me to get caught. Because if I had got caught, I wouldn't be here today. Ah. 
I said, his mercy allowed me not to get caught because if I got caught, I wouldn't be here with No, oh, don't tell me he ain't good. I said, don't tell me he ain't good. He good when you ain't living right. He good when you don't even know him and you don't even know he's good until you get to know him when he can show you he was good all along. Yeah. I can look back now and see all that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. My, 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 my. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Who wanted to serve a God like that? Hmm. Who wouldn't want to serve him? You call it, you say, oh, it was so terrible. But when you look back and realize you could have been killed, you should have been dead. But you hear now to experience his real goodness. Like, like I said, he get gooder and gooder. Yes. Better and better. Yes. Now you experience a gooder and a better since you accepted his son. And you look back and see what they call bad. But yeah, you can say that was good. Because mm. I'm still here. Thank you, Lord. Hello. And that's what I've done to myself. Yeah. He healed me from it. Mm. You tell me he ain't good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why you didn't get healed or why you ain't healed yet. But I said, and I look back and see all I've done to myself. Mm -hmm. And see he have healed me from it. I have a right to say he good. good. <laughs> you can't have my testimony because you didn't. You didn't Come on, I have a right to testify. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the doctor didn't do with this to me. Mm -hmm. God did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't hold it. Yeah, the doctor didn't do this. God did. Yeah. All right. Amen. Come on, read. Mm. Here, faithfulness does not mean confidence or boldness, but the preserving, the preserving integrity to hold to a covenant without breaking it. Hold into a covenant without what? You know what I love about that? Holding to it without breaking because he gives you who you need to call you to hold to it. Don't work. You know, you couldn't you couldn't keep this if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. But the Holy Spirit give you give you to keep what God don't give you. Amen. Now you tell me that ain't good. Yeah. I said the Holy, the Holy Spirit give you the strength to keep what God don't give. Yeah. Then make sure that you can keep it. Who wouldn't want to serve God like that? See, a lot of times you don't understand God and, and, and you don't know the benefit that God gives. So, you know, it's easy for you to say, well, God take it and God give it. It's easy for you to say, well, I know one day I'll get my new body. It's easy for you to say, well, thank God it could be worse. Because you don't understand his covenant. His covenant wanted to get better and better and better. And better for you. Yeah. That's the design of God coming. Yeah. That every day it gets what? Better. And better and better. Mm. It's called kingdom walking. Mm. But you can only do it through the covenant. See, so many people trying to live in the kingdom, but they don't know covenant. Mm -hmm. it, you can't do it. That's that you can't do it that way. I said you can't do it that way. No, you can't. You got you gotta go through covenant to live in the kingdom. Mm. That's why you don't you call yourself something, but no fruit is showing because you don't understand kingdom. You understand kingdom, and you got to have a covenant relationship that what the kingdom said be produced in your, in your life. It don't really be did that way. 
Somebody say amen. 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 Yes. Come on, somebody. Now. What a widespread meaning this verse has for us today. Uh, Many people claim to have all love, but those who are really true to their covenants are harder to find. Uh, Jesus makes a similar point at the end of his parable about the unjust judge. The who? Unjust you, you, judge. You see, you need to get there. What did he say about the unjust judge? I tell you that God will avenge him, the innocent and trustworthy elect speedily. Uh -huh. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, Will he really find faith on the earth? Uh -huh. At his coming in power, Yeshua will exercise covenant. Oh, 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 hold on one second. Just hold on one second. Why did he say, Will he find faith? I'm just going to stop there for a minute. What was the key to that? What, what, why did he say, When he comes, will he find faith on the earth? What's going on? Because the judge was unjust. He was unjust. Good, but what do, we, do you see something in there? It's in there. If you know the story of the unjust judge, you you, you know the, what, what, what what was going on. What why why would Jesus say would I find faith on the earth? What 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 about the unjust judge with the lady? What what was it? What was he it? Was that, persistent. Huh? Her persistent. Her persistent. Persistent. Yeah, she didn't want. She didn't want. She didn't what? Are oh, you getting it? That's the key. The unjust judge was not fair. Have you ever had people that wouldn't fair to you and you quit? The situation you know wasn't right and you what? Quit? Yes. But the unjust judge was a man, and, and to me, when I read that story, he was more caught up in who he was, and he didn't care about the lady's situation, and um, he, didn't care, he didn't care about nothing. He didn't regard God. Just that he did not regard God. But what was God showing us in that? That he's greater than, but she was persistent, but he's, God is greater than an unjust judge. God is a just judge. In, in what situation? In, in any situation. That's what he wanted but us to But you still have to persevere. So right. in the end, he's saying, are people going to continue and persevere? You know, are you going to keep going? Are you going to um, not give up when you don't see things take place? Right. Because that unjust judge, he basically was ignoring her. The Bible right. says he regarded, he did not regard God mm -hmm. or man. So he was really more about himself. He was a judge. Right. And so, I don't know. That's well, that's what we're saying right here. You're saying the same thing we said. <laughs> yeah. We, we said, we saying no matter what the situation is, you got to keep God wanted you to see this because the moment you stop, you stop your work. You got to get this. But then does that not show you don't have faith because you stop? Because some people say you're supposed to pray, give it to God, and leave it there and don't come back. And I heard a lot of people teach that. I, 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 I believe it's depending on the situation. In, see, this is why it's so important with covenant because covenant teaches you like what he taught what he, what he taught Abraham. Because when Abraham got ready to do this, what God said? Don't, don't touch nothing, child. See, in covenant relationship, it teaches you how to be consistent. Boom, boom, or how God said, go ahead on now. 
Come on now. Because that's why it's so important to learn covenant. That you don't be wasting time on something that God said, hey, it's done. Yeah. Or you know how to go on and say, oh, this, 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 this one of more, oh, oh, what do you call them, agents. Oh, Agent, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've been around since my grandma and my great grandma and her mama. Mm -hmm. Now he he wanna he wanna show me he tough. But he don't know. I'm depending on the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. That's tougher than any. Agent because he was here before they were. And now you 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 think you definitely the ones here before you were? Oh, <laughs> oh you hear me? Oh. Yes, ma'am. What about like Daniel? Who? Daniel, when he he, he uh, the angel told him the first day you prayed. First day. Mm hmm I heard. See? But see that see that, to me really what God was saying to Daniel, I'm building your faith. Because I could have moved that day too. There's no day that I can't move in. But I didn't move the first day. Yes, even though I heard you the first day. Hallelujah. But because you didn't stop and didn't waver, <laughs> I moved on the 21st day. Yes, hey, hello, somebody. Yes, I some help on the 21st day because I understood now I Daniel believe me. You gotta understand this thing. Everything, everything about God is tied up in faith. I don't care how people try to teach you or discredit faith. Everything God does is tied up in what? Faith. Because he said it's impossible. And he said everything you do, if it's not done by what? Oh my God. So he tried to tell us and teach us something. That right? He said, he, he, he said, Daniel, from the first day you prayed, I what? But I chose the 21st day to come. Because I knew I'm building something in you. Hello. See, everything is done is for you, not for God. That's when God had to show Peter who was who was really within him. Peter, you think something, you think you're where you're right. You tell me you'll never do something I know you're gonna do, so I'm gonna have to let you do it. Well, you will understand that I don't know nothing but truth. You don't tell me you will never do it. And I'm telling oh. you that you're going to do it. Yeah. See, that's why when God tells you something, call mercy, God. Mercy, mercy. Yeah. Don't tell God what you ain't going to do. If he yeah. don't tell you what you're going to do. Amen. But it's a mercy. Yeah. When he told that, that boy, man, he's going to die. What did he say? What did he do? Huh? He said, you're going to die? What? And, but he turned to the wall. Come on. Let the Bible say. Yes, it and is. God gave what? <laughs> the devil is alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, he turned to the wall and God did what? Gave him 15 more years. Uh, 15 more years. Yeah, you're getting this. So God want to show us in covenant relationship. That life and life more. Mm, mm, mm. I can taste it. I can taste it. My God, come on, Piana. He asked the question whether people who claim to be believers will really be faithful in their covenantal integrity and responsibility. In other contexts, faith means exercising biblical confession 
and standing in the power of God. Mm -hmm. In this passage, it's more primary meaning is that of being faithful and trustworthy to covenantal relationship. Mm -hmm. Sin then is the breaking of the trust of another person. One cannot sin in the abstract. Sin is not the failure to accomplish a certain action. Sin is the personal and sin is relational. Sin is personal, personal and, and relational. relational. My God. Go ahead. We sin against a brother we, or we sin against God. Mm -hmm. If a wife burns a piece of toast, she does not necessarily sin against her husband. Even if she does poorly in all levels of performance, she has not sinned against him as long as she is loyal to him. God has never asked his people to perform up to a certain level. He has demanded that we will that we be perfectly loyal and trustworthy to him and to other people. Okay now, hold, hold, hold. So what does that mean? See, a lot of times when we don't have a full understanding of things, we'll we it's quick for us to get off track. Mm -hmm. And when she said God has never asked us to live to a certain what? Level. But he always demanded us to be what? Loyal. Loyal and trustworthy. So how can we do that if we don't have who? The Holy Spirit. So the word calls us to live to a, live on this level that we could never. See, all he's showing here is that there's levels without the Holy Spirit. We can't, we'll never be able to do this. Man can't do this. Mm -hmm. This is the bottom line. Now. Man can't do this. Amen. But through the Holy Spirit and God's word, you can live at a place that you could never live. And that's why most people are failing today because they try to live it and they fail because they never allow the Holy Spirit to live it through them. He had to live through you. And the only way he can live it through you, you got to what? What is Prophet Sheila's favorite word? Die. You got to die. And people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear you got to die to live this. Yeah, you have to die. In order for the word to live in you and rule and, and, and guide you, you got to die. Because the world, the word brings a totally different kingdom, a totally different culture into your life. Yeah. It brings, it, this, what the word brings is the kingdom culture of heaven. And it, and it teaches you a totally different way. That's why it's so important that your mind be renewed when? Daily. How when? Daily. Some people, the people, a lot of people don't understand that. Some people go weeks and months without reading the word, not realizing what the word do. It don't only change your mind, but it keeps your mind. Amen. Hello. I said the word don't only change your mind, but it what? Keeps Keep your, your mind. mind. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have the principle and uh, understanding of certain things, it's easy for you to get back into something that you came out of. My a lot God. of times people backslide or go back into the situation because God be done delivered them, and then you see them five years later, and they can be a preacher or anybody, and you see them saying, what? Well, you used to do this. Do this. What happened? Mm -hmm. Well, what happened? They quit renewing them. Their mind. Mm. Amen. You can only be great in something long, as long as you keep, keep going. Well, the moment you stop, stop it, you just stop being great. You don't know as a football player, basketball player, football, anybody that what they do, they're good in it. But you notice sometimes when they stop, you never know they were good in it because they don't even look like the person no more. They lost all the muscles and all that other stuff yeah. that they do because they work out and exercise. Yeah. That's the same way with the Word of God. Mm -hmm. The Word of God builds your muscles. 
It builds your mind to a place where Christ says, let this mind, that's all, let this mind be in you. That's also in you. And the only way you can do it is continue to build your muscle in the right. word of God. Yes. Yes. Come on. We're going to stop it here. The beginning of mistrust. What are you at now? The beginning of mistrust. 23. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Go ahead. Sin releases into a person's consciousness the possibility and fear that is sub subsequent the trail of trust may occur. Mm -hmm. if, if one partner in a marriage commits adultery, mm -hmm. the problem is not so much in dealing with the action itself. The difficulty is reestablishing in each of the partners the assurance and trust that another betrayal will not occur. Another what? Betrayal will not occur. And how do you do that? You see, you what? So you always got to replace what you did with something greater. Greater. Remember this. Mm -hmm. Only that which is greater can change that which failed. Mm -hmm. Failure will always occur in that same area if you don't replace it with something greater. And the only thing greater than failure is the word of God. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. I said the only thing greater than failure is the what? The word of God. Because he said my word will last for how long? He said it will never return to me. Boy. So as long as you keep meditating on it, as long as you keep putting it in your mind, as long as you keep uh, 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 rehearsing it, it's going to always produce that with it. God have told it to. Come on. Had no one ever sinned there will be no need for safeguards against sin reoccurring. The law is a set of standards mm -hmm. that provide safeguards against further covenant breaking. Mm. Had there never been sin, there would be no need for law. Mm. Had stealing or murder never occurred, one would not find a law with sanctions against stealing of murder mm. or murder. Mm. If there had never been a case of marital unfaithfulness, there will be no need to guarantee one another not to be unfaithful in the future. Mm -hmm. And as sin increases, so must the scope of the law expand to provide further measures or sanctions to prevent those new areas of crime from reoccurring. Now, when he's talking about the law, what is he talking about here? The word. The word. Oh, good, good. The law of love. Yes, keep on. <laughs> When Adam and Eve first became husband and wife, there was no need for a covenant ceremony or a proclamation of an oath for each other's faithfulness. At that time, there were no other men or women around. But as sin increased, a corresponding breakdown occurred in people's trust of one another's words. Mm -hmm. If there had never been any sin, it would be taken for granted that the words of one other would be fulfilled mm -hmm. because we live in a world fractured by the breakdown of covenant we live in a world what fractured by the breakdown of covenant are you getting this yeah that's why it's so important for you to keep something that the world may understand because right now the world don't understand covenant no. people are looking because if the world understood covenant no way would the school be full of people telling you it's all right for your little boy to act like he's a girl because he might be a girl in a boy body. See, these things wouldn't be happening in our school. They wouldn't be happening nowhere around us 
if we understood true what? Covenant. When you don't understand true covenant, you're going to take on somebody's identification. Well, true covenant have you, you don't take on nobody's identity but who? God. Are you hearing this? You refuse to take on any other identity. Read on, honey. We need a process to ensure that what one party promises will be held true. Mm-hmm. How can God assure us? It is heartbreaking to realize that when God offers mankind a covenantal promise, we have by our sinful nature become so unbelieving of anyone's integrity that it is difficult for us to believe even what God has said. Even so, and then you want to know why it's important to have God in character. Mm. You can have an awesome gift and messed up character and send somebody, you can hold somebody to struggle or fall or stay in something for years that God was trying to speak through, but your messed up self, they didn't want to hear. Do you imagine how it must break God's heart to know that he did call you, but you so messed up he can't? And then if he do use you, people in your way could get messed up that's why I say every preacher that ever called a preacher and every leader that truly called to, to be a leader that don't know covenant relationship ought to sit down Amen. yeah I said it you ought to sit down because only through covenant relationship can you produce what God wants you to come on read even though God has never lied and has never broken covenant, he finds himself in the position of trying to guarantee to us that he will be faithful on his side of the bargain. Mm. Have you done that? I've done it. I know I'm guilty of trying to get you to come to foundation class. Oh, this gonna bless, this gonna change your life. Please, calling you on the phone. Please come, I don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. Call, call you on the phone, Stay. going back over a, a, a chapter three times, Cause you wouldn't hear. I've done that. Amen. I don't do it now. Amen. I ain't going back on one time. I, I got too much to do. Yes. Wait, I want to do but keep wasting time and you won't come. Then when you do come, you know I'm gonna go back over. Mm-hmm. I don't do that now. You hurting my? I'm hurting myself and you. I don't do that. No. Amen. You ain't here, you missed it. Go back and get the recording. Kiana got the recording. If you don't want to go get the recording, you won't get it. Hello? Amen. Then you want to know why the world so many <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Come on. This is particularly expa- exasperating when one realizes that God is the source of truth and faithfulness. Mm-hmm. He has nowhere to go to prove his faithfulness. Because he is the very originator, originator of it. We see here is here the paradox of trying to have a dialogue between one person who has always told the truth of another person who has always lied. My God, ain't that deep? Mm-hmm. Then he telling the truth, she lying. She telling the truth, he lying. <laughs> and then the two, oh my God, <laughs> ain't that something? Oh God, I mean, I mean, look, go ahead. How will the liar ever be convinced within himself 
that he can trust the words of the truthful one. Because the truthful one got to continue to walk in the, in the truth. Because the truth will always have with exactly. That's what God was saying with the unjust lady. The lady with the unjust judge. Mm -hmm. That the truth was always going to change whether it's not right. Amen. Can you hold on? Can yeah. you be, can you stay in the truth long enough? Yeah. The truth will always change what ain't right. Because yeah. God will always back his word. Yeah. Always. I said God was what? Always back his word. Come on. How can the truthful one contrast or compare himself to anything in the context of the liar's life? When the liar does not know. Well, yeah, you can now. Because at one time you didn't tell him. Tell the truth. You always told him. The truth. As Abraham. Amen. But now you do. And you can always go back and say, yeah, I lied, but I don't know. No, I don't know more. But I tell you what a lie would do. It would cause people don't want to be around you. It would cause the blessing of God not to come upon you. Yeah. It would cause you always miss and never be successful. But when you learn to be truthful, yes. what is right? Can't do nothing but come to. Come to uh huh. You can go back and you can tell them. Go ahead now. Yes. Uh, when the liar does not know what truthfulness is, this is the case that God presents in Hebrews 6. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself. See? Mm -hmm. He had to do it to his what? Because you know everybody else had told him. A lie. I can't, I can't find nobody. Yeah. I don't get where I go. I can't find nobody in the world that ain't never told her. So I got to go to my That's all one ain't never. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Lord. Lord Hallelujah. Hey, Abraham is not the parallel of a man who always lied. He was the most co covenant faithful person of his time. Oh, you hear that? He wasn't always. I like what you said about that, though. He wasn't always. <laughs> Tell that you know God can't change. But even in God's dialogue with Abraham, we see God struggle to reassure Abraham of the absolute, absolute infa infallibility of God's promise. Oh, oh you didn't? He, he, he gonna, he got, you gonna say we're gonna bring this boy, huh? Y'all gonna bring this boy. All right. I don't care who you try to get. Okay. Me, I mean, hey, hey, whoever. <laughs> you still gonna get this way. This promise. This promise. See, that's what's good about God. God, 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 God is saying, if you fail, just don't stay there. Because if you stay there, you'll never get it. Yeah, you won't get it. Come on. Thus, God determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of His counsel, confirmed in by an oath. Hebrews six and seven. Mm -hmm. God is making a determined effort to demonstrate to us the hearers of his word that he will not break that which he has said. He will not break that, would you? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You've got to get covenant. Because once you get covenant, you ain't afraid to die. Mm -hmm. If God don't tell you, you're going to walk through that. You ain't afraid to die because you know he's going to get you. Now you're going to get up. Yeah. They said they gonna come and kick your paw. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, whoa, what? Because what? God don't promise something, and you want to sleep with us. My God. And promise has to get you. I believe that. I said I believe that. I don't care what no man's believe. I believe that. 
Not me by myself. All right, now. Come on, read. What he has counseled or spoken to us is confirmed by a guarantee. He is trying to demonstrate that he is not double-minded. He's not what? He's not double-minded. I'm not going to tell you something that ain't going to come to me. I, I'm the only one can tell you these things and they're going to I'm the only one can do it. Amen. So if you learn to have covenant with me, you can come with someone can always do what they say they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Always. Come on. That his words will not be changed in the future. Ain't going to be changed in the what? In the future. I don't care what come COVID come on. Right. What I said back then, I still said when. Yeah. It ain't going to get me. Yeah. In the future, it ain't going to get me. Paul said, I don't care if, if, if it's an angel from a what? Above. Things from beneath. Did he say that? It ain't going to persuade me. What can separate me when it's love? Did Paul say that? Yeah, he did. Come on, read. Uh, uh, we got more done here. That by two immutable things mm. in which it is impossible for God to lie. See, that way it got me so excited I could have ran for miles and miles and not stop running because he says it's impossible for what? For God to lie. Is it impossible for him what? To lie. So they've got to come to pass. And then when you understand it, whoo, go ahead. We might have strong consolation, Hebrews 6 and 18. The consolation here is in our assurance that things God has promised will come to pass. Things God has what? That promise will come to pass. Oh, go ahead. The consolation is our being brought to the point through God's twofold guarantee where we see that God's end of the bargain will actually come through. What are the two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie? Mm -hmm. The two things are the promise itself and the oath of confirmation following mm -hmm. it. These two things are similar to a contract and a money back guarantee. Money back of an item. Uh -huh. The contract is reinforced by the guarantee. Uh -huh. the, the contract and the guarantee are the two immutable things. Mm. In this case, God's promise is completely valid and trustworthy. Mm. He then adds an oath. He forswears himself that the promise he originally made is true. See, I like that, that he did it by himself. Because, you know, he said, I'm the what? No, when he said, I'm the. And the word. See, that's why I like it so. Because he, he said, I'm the first and the last. So now promising you that from the beginning to the end, everything I don't see, going to always come true. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that? Yeah. Everything I said. From the beginning to the end. Don't always come. Yeah. <laughs> Glory! Glory! That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I promised him by myself because I want you to understand that what I said in the beginning is going to come to pass. As I said at the end, it's going to come to pass. All right. I'll let you know about Coleman before he got here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Woo! There's no weapon. Formed against me will prosper. You must have forgot I said that. Nope. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. 
It also becomes the second of the two things following the initial promise. The promise and the oath guarantee us the truth of his word. God has nowhere else to turn to guarantee his own integrity. All he can do is re-promise or re-forswear himself of that which he has already said. Hmm. He, reiter he reiterates what was true in the first place. He reiterated what? Hmm. What was true in the From first the beginning. Place. From the beginning. It was true. You gotta understand that. See, that's one thing. You know, I I don't. I I all I can tell you, I know God. God God has really been dealing with me about this sickness and disease in the church. A lot of them are not, you know, everywhere. I mean, people got they they have ten, fifteen different kind of medication in God house. Some so many people, some some them on so many medications they can't come to God house. God been telling me about that. It ain't his will. It ain't his purpose for your life. We have settled for so many things that God has nothing to do with. And that's why you need covenant relationship with God. It guarantees God do his part. If you do, come on. For men indeed swear by the greater. And an oath for confirmation is for them and an end of all dispute. Hebrews 6 and 16. Mm. The image here is one of two men having an argument in which one is saying that he does not believe the other. At a certain point in the argument, the one trying to make his point says, I swear that this is true. Even ungodly and trustworthy men would be awestruck by one of them swearing an oath. They're very... That's his sense of honor. <laughs> uh, honor would drive them to accept the truth of uh, the truthfulness of the other's one, other one's statement. Certainly, no one could swear an oath to what he said. He just said and have had it to be a lie. Such lack of integrity would be too horrible to suspect. Even one of the one's enemies. Oh, you see, this how many you? I don't know about you, but I, 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 I right told God you was lying. Mm -hmm. I said, God, you are lying. This ain't no way you could do this, and can't nobody else do it. Mm -hmm. Listen, you know, I didn't know God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many people don't say thank to God, but they'll never tell you they said it. Yeah. But that means they got no faith. You say you believe, but you don't, but you won't tell the truth. You won't say you ain't got faith. You big giant preacher. You be a big giant apostle, big giant prophet, pastor. Yeah, you you ain't got no faith, but you ain't gonna tell nobody you ain't got nothing. My God. I told God, yeah, I said, God, you lying. This ain't possible. Hello! And I'm still here. Because of his what? Mercy. He know I didn't know no better. Mm-hmm. He know if I knew what I knew now, I've been running. Before I said, you're alive. Mm -hmm. I'd be scared. I'd be like Paul said. I come with, with trembling and what? Fear. Yeah. And I'm not come and feel like God's going to hit me with a sludge hammer. Mm -hmm. But knowing who I'm talking for mm -hmm. and who I'm talking to. Yeah, right. That's the kind of fear I'm talking about. Yeah. I ain't about fear. Well, God's going to kill me today. Kill me. No, I realize who he is. He is the very one that keeps me whole. He's the very one to keep me healed. He's the very one to keep me delivered. He's the very one that provides my prosperity. He is the one. Yes. Yes. 
That's what I'm yeah. I ain't talking to Joe Blow. I ain't scared of Joe Blow. Okay, come on. Simple faith. We ought to be a God <laughs> at the depth of our own unbelief that has forced God to this extreme. Mm -hmm. God has offered us a covenant. He has promised us to keep that covenant true. He has even made an oath over himself to confirm to us that we can trust the covenant he has offered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Had it not been for our sins, our response to any statement of God's God of God's would have been much more simple and filled with faith. Mm -hmm. The death and resurrection of Yeshua as God's beloved son is the ultimate measure that God has undergone to guarantee his willingness to restore mankind to a trusting relationship with himself. A trusting relationship with who? With himself. God is trying to rescue us out of our distrust through a process in which our souls become more and more reassured. Until our what? Our souls become more and more reassured. Do you do you get that point right there? Do you get that right there? To our what come? Why? Why is our soul? What is, what is that? What 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 are you saying here? Everything. He said, "Work out your own salvation." See, he understood that unless the word is constantly in your mind, mm -hmm. they're part of salvation. You would never walk in. So he was saying that you keep on doing this because you can walk into fulfillment, fulfillment, and fulfill salvation. That listen here. We some of us have not even came. We we haven't even got two percent of what God helped us. Because mm -hmm. this is a process you got to walk out and your mind got to be what? Renewed. Half of them, but we still fight with things that we should have been delivered from 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Because we don't keep counseling in the word of what? You can't, come to, you can't come to foundation class tomorrow and skip a week, skip two months. Because I'm going to tell you why. Because the word constantly breaks up things. And when you skip, you allow things that you have broken up to come right back and get more fortified. Get more strength. Amen? Amen. Did you finish that? Almost. Finish that. Then. Our thought patterns are renewed to covenantal trust. It is through covenant that our souls emerge. Our what pattern? Our thought patterns. You know how deep that is? That means you got to think like the word. The word. That means that let this mind. Which also in who? In Christ Jesus. Your thought pattern got to be like who? My God, ain't that deep? Mm -hmm. I say it's deeper than what we know. Yeah. Well, half people don't soon as they do, they think about. I mean, matter of fact, some people don't even get out the door. <laughs> but they start thinking about us. My God. And some of them all through the church they think about. Because well, the their mind had never been. Never Listen here, the Bible, a preacher, good preacher can break and destroy things in your mind. Mm -hmm. But it's the teacher that changes things. Yeah. You better get this. I said good preacher can destroy and break things at that moment. But when the mind has not been changed, that good, that's what's been broken coming right back. And going to come back stronger and stronger. That's what drives some people out of church because they feel like they can't never change. They just come to church on Sunday and they be so good. They are under the anointing. Oh my God, they're crying and they're weeping and they know they're free. But as soon as they get home, that demon come back. Why? Because their mind would never change. Hmm. Teaching changes your mind. Yeah. It roots something in it that cannot be moved. 
And that's the word of God. That's what the Bible said. God said, my word is sharper than any two-edged sword. God understands that his word is the only thing that can go down in town and break up things that can't nobody break up but who? God. Amen. Amen. All right. What we at now? It Amen. is the last thing. Mm -hmm. yes. Paragraph. Mm -hmm. It is through covenant that our souls emerge out of unbelief into intimacy with God. Oh, do you do you get this? If your mind is not right, you can never go into the intimacy with God that God wants you to have. How that bring? He said, "Let this mind, for being Christ, also being." So you come on in my arms like you yeah. like I want you to mm -hmm. and like you need to. Mm -hmm. But you can't never come there with filthy ungodly. Mm -hmm. You can't come there like that. Oh, oh, All right. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Hebrews 6 and 19. Mm -hmm. God has gone great to great lengths to restore us to a position where he can share his most intimate presence with us. Mm. Trust, trustworthiness is the purpose of covenant making. You see that? See that when you get a covenant relationship with God, you never want to go back. Yeah. People always want to backslide and go back because they, they never got covenant relationship. Covenant relationship brings you into a place you never want to go back. It's too good. Mm. Mm. It, it's too yeah. good. Mm -hmm. God set you free from no thing nobody knew about but you and God. When you come into covenant relationship and he begin to open up supernatural doors and give you things that, and keep your body and mind in perfect work. Yes, oh my God, who don't want to who, who go back from that? Yeah. Like, I mean, most of you don't be talking about, I'm glad with Jesus. Uh, I, can't, I can't take no, no, you sure can't take no more. But if you come into covenant relationship with him, I said covenant relationship. You got to understand covenant relationship holds God to the covenant. And as long as you're doing it by the word of God, God must perform what he said in your life. Yes. I don't care what you say. You don't let my word, let every man be. All right, we're going to call it quit right here. Um, thank you for being with us. If, uh, if you're looking at watching, and we'll see you next Sunday. God bless you. Love you. Peace. Let's <laughs> say peace and all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Peace. Mm -hmm. All right. Can we put some uh, a little praise, worship music on? We're gonna, we're gonna do something a little different today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Okay. I'm on uh, uh, Kiana and Lord Nasha and uh, Miss Turn. I want y'all to give everybody in the house a word. Give them the prophetic My word. God. All right. Amen. You gotta understand, God is always speaking, but we ain't always. And if you don't hear me, you know that's all you ain't gotta. Don't make nothing up for my sake, please. Amen. But I'll always be listening. And if you hear, you saying. That's her, ain't it? Uh, uh. The knee, Don't. That's her thing. Don't do her. You got mine. Oh, what's the vision for the church? Oh, I gave it all. Wow. <laughs> I thought she had the battle. Don't do no battle. We ain't do it mine. No, you my friend for her. Come along. All right, uh, we y'all put on with y'all. Y'all ready? Okay, let's see now. Uh, who, who, who gonna do this? Um,
Well, turn, you miss what I say. That's okay. Oh, you tell me. But then, uh, I want you and 